You're listening to Unfolding Stories, a podcast dedicated to true stories of God's work in people's lives as told by the people who experience them. Today we hear from Laura, who shares her story of finding a deeper relationship with God through a painful journey of divorce and becoming a single parent. She shares how God provided for her throughout these difficult times, helping bring her back to joy and closer to Him. Hi, I'm Laura, and this is my unfolding story. I grew up in what I believed was a Catholic home. My mom went to a Catholic school, but was punished for being left-handed. The nuns would crack her knuckles with a ruler until she wrote right-handed. My dad was unsure about his faith, but being German, was brought up in a Catholic home as well. My siblings and I attended the CCD program, a religious education program at a local Catholic church in the Hoffman Estates, just northwest of Chicago, Illinois. Though my parents didn't engage in church or attend weekend service, my eldest brother and sister followed through to confirmation, whereas my younger brother and I attended but didn't reach confirmation. God was part of our lives, but not the center of it. My home was busy and abrupt during my childhood. My parents worked long hours. My dad worked with his father at his medical instrument business within the polygraph division, and my mom worked nights cooking at a restaurant. I'd ended up going to work with my mom, bussing tables at a very young age until nightfall, getting a home just in time for bed. As I got older, I became active in after-school sports year-round. I even went to the state championships in field hockey my freshman year. What an accomplishment, I thought to myself. As I looked around, though, I saw other parents cheering on their children, while mine were not anywhere to be found. Being honest, I didn't see my parents at any of my games, and naturally, I felt the disappointment every time. My grandfather sold his business near the end of 1977, and my dad was put out of work. My father was an alcoholic and died of cirrhosis of the liver within 12 months. December 28, 1978. I graduated high school in June 1980 and went on to college. Not knowing what I wanted to do with my life, I left without graduating to take on a full-time job. I've been at the same company for 35 years now. I think I stayed so long because it gives me a sense of stability. At age 25, I met my husband, the man I loved so dearly, and married in 1985. I had two beautiful daughters whom I desperately wanted to know the Lord. I wanted them to have a foundation in Jesus and to know they had a safe haven 
if life were ever in crisis, if they ever had the need to reach out to someone other than their parents, I wanted them to have a church family. They regularly attended a Catholic church in Streamwood, Illinois. They were both baptized and made their communion. Sadly, we left the church just after communion due to difficulty keeping the girls engaged there. My husband was always a non-believer and never attended church except for a couple of services here and there. Eventually, I grew distant from and loved the Catholic Church. I reached out to a local non-denominational Christian church shortly after in 2007. I thoroughly enjoyed the worship there, and my husband being a drummer, I thought he may also enjoy the worship and would finally find his purpose with the Lord. So I brought my husband and my children to service with me. My husband did come to one, but did not connect with it, and so never came again. My daughters began attending, but my youngest tried out for the children's choir and didn't make it. She again felt disconnected from the church and stopped coming. My eldest continued to go to service with me. Although she sensed something was wrong, I didn't tell her my marriage was in trouble. Each week, I felt a twinge in my heart as the services spoke of God's unconditional love and the uniqueness we all possess. Although we are sinners, we are still loved by the one and only Lord. I'd walk out crying every week. Finally, the gospel was starting to make sense to me. I was baptized in the church lake in 2010 in my daughter's presence. I had high hopes of fixing my marriage and knew I needed God to do so. Unfortunately, my prayers were not answered, and my marriage of almost 25 years ended in divorce in May of 2011. Full of grief, I found myself searching for answers to many lifelong questions. The biggest, how was I going to take care of my daughters? Secondly, my identity. Who was I as a person in this society, along with why me? And what was my purpose in this life? I was lost. I hit rock bottom. I was in a season of anxiety and depression. I found myself up at night, unable to sleep, while digging deep into my guilt and looking for answers. I remember leaning heavily on the thoughtfulness and kindness of close friends alongside a helpful church workshop called Divorce Recovery. In winter of 2011, my daughter received a job offer and needed a car. I was able to work out her drop-off and pick-up for a few months, but it was extremely hard to coordinate with my own work schedule, and we became desperate for another car. But as a single mom, I had no means to pay for one. God answered our need while at an event shortly after, where a friend and co-worker 
offered me his car for just a dollar transfer fee. My younger child, excelling at soccer, was advised to join a travel team for college visibility. My finances didn't allow it, but the team made it possible by giving her paid work at the school's front desk. With the high cost of college, it seemed out of reach for her, but her last two years of high school were filled with courses enabling her to meet college requirements. Normally, senior year is a breeze, but she worked hard and ended up taking a soccer scholarship at Drake University. She is doing really well and plans to give back to the community by becoming an occupational therapist. Reflecting upon my own personal growth, I've realized I'm a victim of codependency and I have been a lifelong people pleaser, something which likely surfaced during my childhood through having to deal with a lack of emotional connection from my parents. Being aware of this, asking God for help, and creating boundaries have helped provide a renewed direction in my life. I periodically take inventory and assess my goals, letting go of destructive habits and relationships. Through God's almighty forgiveness and my own, I've healed from my past, allowing for future relationships and focusing on the healthy boundaries I've been setting. Knowing I am a sinner and God still loves me gives me strength and hope. Heaven is not earned, but given as a gift when you have a relationship with Jesus. This has been the greatest gift for me. Through continued prayer and relationship with God, I have learned that he does listen. His door is always open, and he really reveals himself in many different and miraculous ways. I am so grateful for what God has given me. Two wonderfully created daughters, food, shelter, family, and friends. My continued prayer now is for my daughters to find their own relationship with God. I worship the Lord daily for his provision and heed his call to utilize my spiritual gifts and service within my church. Isaiah 43, 2-4 says, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. I believe my life is a testimony to this very verse. God has always been there and always been in pursuit of me. He has provided daily, even miraculously at times. And once I finally gave my life to him, he has helped me through the deepest of waters and brought me through to the other side with lessons learned and a renewed sense of purpose and hope. Thank you, Laura, for sharing your story with us. 
Laura's greatest hope now is that her daughters also find the Lord and share in her deep sense of peace. Laura's story goes to prove that God is always with you. He loves you unconditionally. He offers great hope and peace and he will provide for your every need if you allow him to. God's love is infinite and he wants to share that with you. You've been listening to Unfolding Stories. Episode notes, transcripts, and a picture of today's speaker can be found at our website, unfoldingstories.org. Our sincere thanks go to all those who have volunteered to tell their story and share it with the world. And to you for listening and supporting this ministry. Unfolding Stories is an original podcast and ministry from Unfolding Faith and Tyndale House Publishers, one of the world's largest independent Christian publishing houses. To explore Christianity and many of the big questions we all have, visit Unfolding Faith at unfoldingfaithblog.com. That's unfoldingfaithblog.com. Please join us in the next episode of Unfolding Stories for more inspiring and relatable real-life testimony. Do you have a question, suggestion or story you'd like to share with the team at Unfolding Stories? Email us your thoughts at unfoldingfaithmail at gmail.com.